Good morning, my renegades. Welcome back to Rogue Radio. My name is Sarah Jane. And the the music DJ right now is Terrence Gibbs. Yes. Say hi. Say hi. Hi. <laughs> Today is renegade times, so... <clears throat> what the heck was that? No, it wasn't. You, you just like to make noises in the background to get people to laugh. Is that true? No, no, not that funny. <laughs> you are, actually, but, you know, I am your wife, so I could have just a biased opinion. Anyway, if you have any comments, questions, or concerns, links will be on YouTube, because I'm very tired of putting my links down in the description below um, on this, on these episode descriptions, but, um, I'll probably fix that today, because I have nothing else to do. Okay. Anyway, let's go and talk about politics. Isn't that fun? Alright, let me go find some stories for y'all to gnaw on. So, okay. Okay, so there's some more riot news. Okay, so we're talking about this... Okay, widow of black police chief killed by rioter rips Kamala Harris and George Soros. So, uh, saying that, you know, they divided America. All right. Uh, the widow of the retired St. Louis police captain who was murdered during the riot in June 2020 following the death of George Floyd ripped Vice President Kamala Harris and leftist billionaire George Soros for their support of soft on crime policies. Ann Dorn, a retired police sergeant with 20 years service, spoke of her husband, David, who was murdered at the age of 77 when he investigated alarms going off at a friend's pawn shop in St. Louis, um, saying his death resulted as local police were ordered not to do their jobs. Um, David became a cop because when he was a little boy, he wanted to be a superhero, Ann Dorn wrote in an an opinion piece for Fox News, and he was a superhero. But if real-life superheroes exist, so do supervillains. Those supervillains are people like the man who killed my husband. They are the people like billionaire George Soros who use their power to influence to promote extremist politics and fan the flames of division. They are people like Vice President Kamala Harris who uh, raised money for the rioters. So did Nancy Pelosi. Mm -hmm. Uh Mm-hmm. Bail funds and the CEOs of prominent companies who blindly gave their support and money uh, to this, she wrote. On June 2nd, 2020, David Dorn who had uh, served 38 years in St. Louis Metropolitan Police Department uh, 
and then the police chief in Melanie uh, in Melanie Acres approved Lee's pawn and jewelry after a an alarm uh, was triggered. Sorry if I botched that paragraph. Um, Stefan Cannon, 24, shot Dorn um, 10 times. He was later convicted of first-degree murder. Yeah, rightfully so. You killed... You, you shot him 10 times. Good God. David didn't agree with the support of... Or with... I'm sorry. David didn't agree with or support Black Lives Matter. Yes. Neither do I. Um, he never understood Black Lives Matter because it never actually did anything to help Black Lives. The same year David was killed, over a dozen children were shot in St. Louis and never once did Black Lives Matter show up. Their lives mattered. Fifty-five businesses were looted or destroyed the night David was murdered, many of them black-owned. Their livelihoods mattered. My husband is a black man who selflessly served his community for over 40 years. This, or his life mattered. See, this is the hypocrisy of the left. You don't have to be, uh, <laughs> you don't have to be part of the L, I'm sorry, part of the BLM movement. You don't have to be part of that. You just have to be a leftist, like a far leftist who just wants to destroy America just like George Soros and Kamala Harris. If you're part of any opinion, like if you have the same opinions as anybody, all right, you're you're just as bad as those people who are looting and shooting and everything like that because you have those same ideals. Why not go out there and do it, right? This is what pisses me off about leftists is that they're being blinded that I, uh, I'm, I'm pissed. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm so mad. Because Black Lives Matter does not actually matter. Okay? The real... Black Lives Matter, the organization, does not matter. Of course, everybody's life matters. Everybody's heart matters. Everybody's soul matters. So when I say Black Lives Matter doesn't matter, it means the organization. Just to let y'all know. Okay? Because didn't she just say that tons of children, tons of black-owned businesses, and tons of black people and black officers, including her husband, died, and not one person who supports the Black Lives Matter movement showed up to any of their funerals. No one was there to support them. No one was there to support their families. But the one person that the riots were about, the one person that they focused on was George Floyd, and even his family came out and said, you can't do this. My husband wouldn't want this. Our, you know, our father wouldn't want this. But they continued to do it. They funded the Democrats, Nancy Pelosi, George Soros, and Kamala Harris decided to just throw their money at this chaos because that's exactly what they want. And didn't this happen during quarantine? Which means that the people had no, had no way of talking about it, no way of doing anything about it, because we were all hunkered down in our own safe little homes, right? You cannot tell me that wasn't fucking strategic. You can't tell me that organizations like the BLM movement, I'm sure there's a whole lot other more 
organizations out there that actually do this. But all that money goes to the left. You do realize that. It goes straight to Nancy Pelosi. It goes straight to Joe Biden. It goes straight to George Soros. It goes straight to Kamala Harris. It goes straight to them. You're just getting them more richer by creating this chaos. And guess what? All right. I know I've said this before. I'm going to say it again because I know I have new listeners. The people who decided to riot and tear down governmental buildings. All right. Y'all are going to have to pay taxes on that, right? Because guess what? Our taxes go to the government so that the government can pay for certain things like the upkeep on certain landmarks, certain parks, certain national parks and stuff like that. So if you decide to dismantle and deface government property, you're going to be paying out of pocket for that, that, uh, what is it? Vandalism. So even if you don't want to pay for it, even if you're actually defacing government property, you're still going to have to pay for it later on. It was the stupidest thing. It was stupid. I understand that people were upset I was upset when this happened. No one should have died. No one, none of that should have happened. None of that should have happened. Okay, I can agree. None of that should have happened with the George Floyd shooting, or not shooting, I'm sorry, when George Floyd was suffocated and killed. Okay. But all these shootings, all of this anger, all this murder, all these riots, that shouldn't have happened either. And. You know, we have politicians like Maxine Waters and whoever, um, I don't know the lady's name, the, the mayor of Chicago, they incite violence. The mayor of Chicago was like, I don't care what happens to this city. She don't care what happens to her own city. She just wants to incite violence. Maxine Waters has blatantly said, we need to step up. We need to, you know, rise up. You know what? That's going to inspire people to be more violent, and that's exactly what they want. That's exactly what they want. And this woman right here lost her husband because of evil people like this. It shouldn't have happened to her husband. It shouldn't have happened to George Floyd. It shouldn't have happened to any of those children that were killed. It shouldn't have happened to any of those policemen that were killed. Or any of the rioters that were killed. Shouldn't have happened. The whole riot thing shouldn't have happened. The death of George Floyd should not have happened. But here we are. What? Uh, I want to say two years, three years later? And we're still talking about it. And we're still divided. Good job. She concluded, ultimately, David was murdered because the people who, were, who are supported to protect our streets, active duty police officers, were ordered not to do their jobs. 
um, it is clear that the anti-law enforcement um, sentiment has been fueled in this country by Democrat and left-wing activist rhetoric has gone too far. Yes, there are bad cops out there, but addressing bad policing by ordering not uh, by ordering no policing at all is not a solution. It is extremist, it is dangerous, and it cost my husband his life. Soros has spent $28 million to support leftist candidates to, uh, for district attorney in cities across the nation, in cities such as Chicago, Los Angeles, and Philadelphia. All right. Harris publicly supported the Minnesota Freedom Fund during the summer riots of 2020. She tweeted, if we are uh, able to chip in to the MN Freedom Fund um, to help post bail for those protesting on the ground in Minnesota. So the rioters that, that have decided to loot, shoot, and be violent and set cars on fire, set buildings on fire, in those pro in those riots she wants to to you know post bail for those people so that they can just run rampant and stay angry and stay pissed off and light fires and incite violence and kill people this is this is the person that is in the office right now i mean forget joe biden he's a bumbling moron but unfortunately kamala harris is not stupid she's very strategic she knows if she actually poses as somebody who is fighting for a good cause for people's rights to protest, I'm sorry, you need to peacefully protest. You cannot be violent and say that I have the right to protest. That is not how the law works. Get it right, people. The next year in the summer 2021, the fund um, I'm sorry, yeah, the next year, in the summer 2021, the fund bailed out George Howard, 48, who was being held on charges of domestic abuse. Oh, that's fun, so he can go back home and beat whoever he was beaten on. <sighs> Weeks after he was released, he was charged for the murder of a driver in the road rage And See? See? The Republican Party did reach out to me, several of them, uh, just to offer condolences, Ann Dorn has said before an interview. Um, let's see. Trump did call. Donald Trump has a history of calling law enforcement and first responders' families when somebody is lost in the line of duty to offer his condolences, offer his help, and uh, was... And that was nothing new. Dave was actually known in the community, and he worked with a lot of Democrats, and I didn't get one phone call or any condolence from any of them. Of course, because they think that they're above you. They think the Democrats don't care about you. And I will say, I will be bold to say that some Republicans don't give a shit about you either. All right. That's why I choose not to be either Republican or Democrat. I might have a lot of Republican views, 
Because uh, there's no damn way, not any way in hell, even if hell freezes over, I'm going to be a Democrat because of the chaos they have incited for so many years. But I'm not a Republican either because both of them are dirty, disgusting sewer rats. Anyway, let's go. Let's, um, let's talk about something else. Before I get into this next article, I want to talk to you about what I've seen uh, earlier before I, you know, end up talking about this because um, it was interesting. A a lot of the time when I want to look for something that is kind of like not part of any type of um, news outlet like CNN, Fox, or even Daily Wire, Sometimes I go on TikTok. I'm not going to lie, okay? So, I know TikTok is not the best credible source. But, I did find a video. And it was practice footage of the IRS. Okay? It was a training video of them practicing to arrest people on the grounds of conspiracy. I don't really know what that means, but to me, a conspiracy theorist, myself, I'm a conspiracy theorist. So if I end up talking and digging too much and talking about that information, the IRS will knock on my door and arrest me? Is that that what's going on? And the reason why I believe that this is credible, this one video in particular that I did find on TikTok, is because earlier, or later on, um, I ended up finding the blade. And the front page says, don't dig too deep. I'm like, hmm, okay, okay. I That's just subliminal messaging to me. Like, okay, you, you want you're warning people not to dig too deep into what the government's doing and everything like that. That's just me. That's me being a conspiracy theorist. That's just me knowing that they they want to arrest us because we're getting too vocal about things. But anyway, we're going to talk about this real quick. How Joe Biden's new IRS army Oh, no, I can't read it. Damn it. I love Daily Wire, man. You have to subscribe in order to read certain stories. And listen, Ben Shapiro, I love you very much. You're, you know exactly what you're saying. You know exactly what you're doing. And you're a badass. And you're very, very smart. You're brilliant, actually. But... I'm not gonna pay to read an article. I'm sorry. Nope. Anyway, I did find something kind of like the same thing. So, it says, God help us. Lindsey Graham blasts plan to add 87,000 new IRS agents uh, and vows to redirect funding to the border. (laughs) What? (laughs) Republican South Carolina Senator Lindsey Graham blasted the provision 
in the so-called Inflation Reduction Act. Yeah, it's not going to be reduced. Forget that. Um, and that would allow the IRS to hire up more uh, 87,000 agents. So that's fun. At a press conference with South Carolina Governor Henry Mc McMaster Tuesday, Graham assailed the provision to hire up to 87,000 new IRS agents over the 10 years. So, more than doubling the size of the tax collection agency. Good God. Graham said that those agents would inevitably target middle-class Americans, like you and me, uh, since upper-class people have the money to afford accountants and lawyers that uh, most people do not. See, that's the thing. Didn't... I know, I know this is not related, but listen. I'm still wondering... Alright, Asiago Cheeseface Cortez says that we shouldn't be too poor to live, and guess what? Some of us are too poor to live, and now you want to uh, hire 87,000 more people, which to me sounds like the inflation is going to rise in order for those taxes to be collected to pay off those people. Leftists do not care about us. I'm just saying. They don't care. And didn't... Didn't AOC actually go to the Met Gala and she had a dress that said tax the rich? The upper class people have the money to afford accountants and lawyers that most people do not. So therefore, you're not going to tax the rich at all. Graham also vowed to fight against IRS expansion by rescinding the annual spending for the IRS and redirecting uh, to the southern border. The one uh, that really has gotten a lot of attention is that for some reason, somehow, every Democrat in Washington and the United States Senate believes it is a good thing to hire 87,000 uh, 87, new IRS agents to come after you and your taxes, Graham said. Uh, this is supposed to be for the rich, but let me tell you, the rich have a bunch of lawyers and accountants. Well over half of uh, all the audits conducted in the United States today are conducted on people who make less than 75000 a year. Mm -hmm. I couldn't believe it when I read it, Graham continued. They're talking about expanding the IRS two and a half times. Graham noted that the number of the new IRS agents would be enough to completely fill either Williams-Brice Stadium, the University of South Carolina's football stadium, or Death Valley. Clemson University's football stadium. So when you go to the football games this fall, just imagine everybody to your left and right are IRS agents. Yeah, that's freaking ridiculous. 
Inflation's not enough? Inflation's not enough, Biden. See, this is what's gonna happen, okay? I've said this before on um, Hold Up TV's live, a long, or not a long time ago, it was maybe like a month ago, maybe two months. I don't remember, but I said, the government wants us poor, fat, and stupid. That's exactly what they're doing. They want us to be poor enough in order to have us reliable on the government. And um, I know I've talked about it before. I can't stop bragging about it, but the book I'm reading is called uh, Behold the Pale Horse. And one of the main things that Rothschild has actually written about was that anybody who is part of being reliant on the government is now owned by the government. So they want to own you. It's a, it's a type of human trafficking. In order for you to be owned, they have to have something to entice you, like food assistance, cash assistance, job assistance, in order for you to get up on your feet. They don't care if you're disabled or that you're not able to work. They just want to own you, so therefore, that whenever anything happens, when the people end up rising up against the government, they have an army of people that have been sucking from the literal tit of the government and say, oh, the government is good. Why would the government do this? Because they can. Because they hate us. They think of us as cattle. They don't care about us. Everything has been designed for our own ruin. Look at how it changes the agency, Graham went on. There are 78,000 current employees, and we're going to add 87,000 new ones in the next 10 years. I wonder what they will be up to. If you think the federal government is out of control now, God help us when we get 87,000 new IRS agents who are looking under every rock and stone to get money out of your pocket. This is bigger than the British Army, so my belief is that, that we probably need a bigger British Army and a smaller IRS. Uh-huh. Graham then promised to fight the implementation of funding and redirect the uh, funding towards hiring more Border Patrol agents. Governor, I'm gonna fight this tooth and nail, he said. Um, looking to McMaster. This plan of, I think, it's 60 billion additional funding for IRS. See, this is where all, this is why there's inflation. They are looking to fund certain bills like this in order for the plan to keep going. So whenever inflation goes up, just know that they have actually got a plan for it later on. Okay. And it's implemented over a 10-year period. Every year, I'm going to try to rescind the spending for the IRS and send it to the border where the we actually need Border Patrol agents. We have 18,000 Border Patrol agents. I'd like to see a lot more Border Patrol agents and less IRS agents. Graham closed his remarks by saying that the bill would harm the economy of South Carolina and deepen the recession of the U.S. economy and it is currently in. 
Uh, he called the bill a power grab in the name of the climate change and a tax and spend bill at a time we can least afford it. He urged Democrats in the House to vote down the bill. Okay, what what a politics segment would it be if I didn't talk about Donald Trump's home being raided by FBI agents? Um, so let's do that. Former President Donald Trump uh, filed a lawsuit Monday seeking a detailed inventory and audit of the items seized in the FBI's raid on Mar a Lago. Um, earlier this month. Trump's lawsuit requests the appointment of a special master to audit um, the items confiscated by the FBI. The lawsuit also requests um, the return of any items taken that were outside the scope of the FBI's warrant, according to the Wall Street Journal. Um, I don't really know how warrants work, but doesn't Donald Trump need to know that his house is going to be raided in order... Uh, doesn't he need to be notified of that? I don't know how that works, but... To date, the government has failed to legitimize his, its historic decision to raid the home of a president who had been fully cooperative, uh, states the lawsuit titled Donald Trump versus the United States government. <laughs> Oh my god, he's such a badass. I love him so much. Oh my god, he needs to be our president again. Holy shit. <laughs> Donald Trump versus the United States. He would say that. I mean, the cool thing about Donald Trump, and I know that he's not perfect. I'm not going to sit here and idolize him and put him on a pedestal. He has said some really fucked up shit back in the day, okay? We all make mistakes. We all do shit, okay? He's not perfect. And I know that's not a very good excuse. I've, I've talked about this about Demi where she says, nobody's perfect. Okay. But when he's Republican, you expect him to be perfect, right? Right? Because I know Demi, Demi Lovato, she said that. And I know she's Democrat. Most celebrities are. But anyway, my point is, is that the left can say nobody's perfect, but then, you know, when people make an excuse for the Republicans saying, that, oh, he's not perfect, it's just in the past and everything like that, they, they expect perfection and no spot on that person. You know what I mean? But he is human. He's done some shit in the past. He's, I'm not going to say he's a very good person. Okay, I'm sure he's not the best person around, personally, like his personality. I don't know. I don't know him personally, so therefore I cannot judge. But the thing is, is that he was a good president. He was a good president. Alright. He didn't take any shit from anybody. And the cool thing about it is, he was in that elite party like he was in that elite community or whatever 
you would call it. So he knows what is going on. And I love the fact that an elite or a person who has been elite has come down to help people like you and me. That's why I like Donald Trump. Is that he speaks for the people. And he always has. You know, I just... I like his politics. That's just me. The DOJ uh, issued a short statement recognizing the lawsuit and saying that the department would address the lawsuit at length in court filings to come. Uh, The August 8th um, search warrant at Mar-a-Lago was uh, authorized by federal court upon the required finding of probably a probable cause. Department is aware of the evening's motion. The United States will file response in court, DOJ spokesperson Anthony Coley said in a statement. So Donald Trump is basically suing the people who decided to to just raid his home. Um, In the lawsuit filed by three of Trump's attorneys, the former president's legal team says that the August 8th raid on his house, on his residence, appears to be motivated politics and law than law and order. The government has failed to legitimize its historic decision, the suit says, adding that the Attorney General Merrick Garland took the unheard of step in the aftermath of holding a press conference over the raid and agreeing to release part of the search warrant application. The lawsuit records um, or records a short history of Trump's discussion with the National Archives over documents that uh, the Archives wanted retrieved from Mar-a-Lago. The lawsuit describes Trump as cooperative and accommodating in the National Archives or with the National Archives and later the Department of Justice's requests. The cooperation ended on August 8th when Trump, uh, who was in New York at the time, received a call from Justice Department Counterintelligence Chief Jay Bryant, or Brat, sorry, uh, informing Trump that the FBI is searching Mar-a-Lago. At approximately 9.10 a.m., Mr. Brat telephoned counsel for Trump um, and informed him that the that a group of FBI agents was at Mar-a-Lago to execute search warrant. Um, Heated discussion ensued as to why the government did not make a voluntary request to further explore the premises, giving the expansive assistance that President Trump had provided to that point, the lawsuit states. So the whole time, you know, he was cooperative with them, but then they decided to just infiltrate his home already. Like, they, they just did it anyways. Like, okay. Um, this Mar-a-Lago break-in search and seizure was illegal and unconstitutional. We are taking all actions necessary to get the documents back, which we would uh, have given to them without the necessity 
of despicable raid on my home so that I can give them to the National Archives until they are required for the future Donald J. Trump Presidential Library and Museum, Trump said. Oh, okay, so he's, he's making his own museum? Is that what's going on? I don't, I don't understand that last part. But yeah, no, it is unlawful. Um, it, yeah, I'm, I'm done. I'm done with this one. So, this won't be a, um, article that I read, but I just found out that Tom Hiddleston is going to be a father. I'm so happy. I'm so very happy. So, uh, Zowie Ashton and, uh, Tom Hiddleston are going to have their first baby together. And I'm really excited for them. I really am. And I usually don't talk about celebrities or tabloids or whatever celebrity life is going on. I, I really don't care about that. <laughs> I care about certain actors, but that's pretty much it. I don't care about anybody else. Um, Tom Hiddleston is one of those people. Um, I wish them all the best speaking life over that baby and that the birth is well and that the baby is healthy. <laughs> I'm so happy. I'm smiling really big. He deserves it. He deserves to be a good dad. Anyway, let's let's go to a story. Let's go to a story. Let's go to an article before I start fangirling. I'm just so happy. Okay, there's this thing. It's an AI that you type in something and it creates whatever you typed in. So like if it, if I typed in dog wearing a bow tie, you know, then they would give you like nine options of what they created of a dog wearing a bow tie. So, <laughs> uh, apparently some people got really creative and started requesting some really stupid stuff. So... AI creates scariest thing on earth and it will haunt your dreams. Oh, that's nice. That's not very scary. It just looks stupid. But anyway. Um, we're using technology for evil instead of good. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. An artificial intelligence program has um, rendered horrific uh, imagery of disturbing deformed monsters that reportedly answered the question, what's the scariest thing on earth? Interesting. Uh, the popular site Crayon AI, formerly Dolly Mini, uh, created a vivid nightmare fuel by pulling together images based on keywords that are typed into a prompt. When asked, Crayon pulled together um, damned pictures resembling Pennywise from its ghostly figures with demented smiles and shadowy creatures that could rival the horror of the mind flayer um, from Stranger Things. I don't think so. Not in my opinion, but anyway. Um, along with similar extremely unpleasant characters, the Sun reported. 
um, this is not the first eerie request to come from crayon because people are getting stupid. Like, uh, I've used crayon before in order for me to like make covers of like books that I want and it's really helpful. But then when people start, end up doing this, I mean, you're asking for it. The AI has previously shown that it says, uh, it's the last thing people see before they die people people's biggest fears and that the future of Mark Zuckerberg's metaverse will look like so that's what they requested um it has even come up with extremely disturbing facial composites um related to a person's name yeah they're not very you know it's weird because I have like oh lord Oh, yeah, I know these pictures are really strange. <laughs> but the thing is, is that it's weird because the AI isn't really good at rendering faces, but they're really good at making demon faces. That's interesting. Alright. That one just looks like a beluga whale swallowed a person and decided to wear its face. I'm sorry, I know you guys can't see this. I'm really sorry. It's just sick, twisted questions and inquiries about the future of humanity and the apocalypse have become favorites for the site and are shared on a TikTok profile known as Robot Overlords. Interesting. The account with more than 258,000 followers posts the haunting results on its page. I'm gonna have to look at it because that's interesting. Anyway, that's that. Happy early Halloween, I guess. I don't even celebrate Halloween. Okay. Um, I've been to Yellowstone Park. As far as I know, there's always been guide rails and signs saying not to go near any of the geysers. Because, of course... Yellowstone is volcanic, and, you know, the water's really hot. I, I don't, I don't understand. But, we're, we're just gonna read it, because, of course, it, it, it's just dangerous. This stuff is dangerous. Anyway. Floating human foot at Yellowstone is grim reminder of hot spring dangers. No shit. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know a person died, and I'm, I'm not trying to be... Uh, incentive, but... U.S. Rangers have found a human foot floating in a hot pool in Yellowstone National Park. The Park Service said Friday, warning visitors to stay away from national... or from thermal waters. Okay. The partial foot was inside a shoe in the abyss pool of the deepest hot springs in the park, whose temperature... Um, is around 140 Fahrenheit or 60 degrees Celsius. So, wait. Why do they say who's? It's not a who. Is it a, is it a person? See, this is why I love typos or the wrong words said or typed. Because it's not alive. At least I don't think so. 
unless you're housing a creature in there, which would explain the damn foot. I am on another level today, guys. I'm sorry. Anyway, who says whose temperature? No, it's its temperature, which its temperature is 140 degrees Fahrenheit. The Abyss Pool, one of the deepest hot springs in the park, its temperature is around... Okay, you... Whose? Okay, whatever. Um, and in... Investigation by Yellowstone National Park law enforcement officers is ongoing, the park said. Evidence from the investigation thus far suggests that the incident involving an individual likely occurred on the morning of July 31st, 2022, this pool. And they just found it? When was this? Okay, this thing was posted yesterday. I guess it's fine. I just... Currently, the park believes there is no foul play. Accidents are not unheard of in the thermal pools uh, that dot the country's oldest national park. Um, in 2016, a young man died after s slipping off a boardwalk and falling into a hot spring at Norris Geyser Basin. But aren't there... Never mind. I, I will say, when, once you get to the main attraction, there isn't many gate, like, guide rails. I do remember that the Morning Glory Pool, um, did, once you got to the very, uh, main part, like, they didn't have a, um, a guide rail there, or a guardrail in order for you to see the like the color of the pool because that's why it's called the morning glory pool because it has many different colors in it but um it's still very dangerous in 2016 a young man died okay yeah we read that um last year two people had to be treated after being scalded by waters in the park um, visitors are reminded to stay on the boardwalks and tra trails and thermal areas and exercise extreme caution around thermal uh, features, the Park Service said. The ground in hydrothermal areas is fragile and thin, and there is scalding water just below the surface. Um, Yellowstone, which welcomed more than... 4.8 million visitors this year spreads across uh, 3,500 square miles, 9,000 square kilometers of Wyoming, Idaho, and Montana. It is home to thousands of geothermal hot springs, mud pots, steam vents, and about half the world's uh, active geysers, including Old Faithful. Yep. Um, yeah, don't I would ex just use extreme caution around the pools. Don't touch the water, please. Um, because they're hot springs. They're, they're not able to inhabit people. I know that some hot springs are able and cool enough to, you know, let people 
bathe in them, but that's not what Yellowstone's about. It is extremely volcanic, like I said, so, you know, just please be careful. I'm kind of glad I stumbled on this one because the research on CERN that I've been wanting to do for Down the Rabbit Hole has just been the bane of my life because, good God, it is so hard to find, like, actual groundbreaking, not even evidence, but research. I have to do my own research for everything, and it's, it's, it's just nuts. But anyway... Dark matter could finally reveal itself through self-interactions. The one hypothesis for the nature of dark matter is that some of it could be self-interacting, meaning the individual particles interact slightly with one another. Isn't that kind of how the neurons work in uh, your brain? Like, I don't know your neurons interact with each other, they have to fire off of one another in order for your brain to work, so doesn't that kind of- it just kind of reminded me of like how the human mind is. This thing has a conscience? Is this- is this what's gonna happen in this article? Is that what they're gonna tell us? Despite loads of circumstantial evidence for the- for the existence of dark matter, the mysterious form of matter that dominates galaxies and clusters, astronomers have yet to make direct observations of it. How do you make how do you not make direct observations of it when you have some contained in a university? But the search is not over. One hypothesis is for the nature of dark matter is that some of it could be self-interacting, meaning the individual particles interact slightly with one another. Uh, If this is true, there would be a host of subtle observational clues for the existence of this subclass of dark matter. A few of these hints were recently outlined in a paper submitted for publication in the journal Reviews of Modern Physics and published to the preprint database. Okay. Strong gravitational lensing? Lensing. Okay. Strong lensing happens when there is a lucky coincidence of observations. When astronomers look at a distant galaxy cluster, um, for example, they can also see some light from even more distant galaxies passing through the cluster. The mass of the galaxy cluster, typically 10 to 14 or 10 to 15 times the mass of the sun, okay, um, is so large that it bends and wraps the fabric of space around it. Let me hear that again. I, I I need to read that again. 10 to 15 times the mass of the sun, and it is so large that it bends and wraps the fabric of space around it. 
This distorts images of background galaxies, turning them from the familiar pinwheel and elliptical structures into long wiggly snakes and other fun shapes. Interesting. Alright. Um, astronomers can reconstruct those distorted images and use that reconstruction to determine how much mass in a cluster or is in a cluster and where it's clumped up. Typically self-interacting dark matter has a different clumpiness than regular non-interacting dark matter. Non-interacting dark matter will keep piling up to uh, incredibly high densities in the cores of galaxy clusters because there's nothing else there to stop it. Okay. When... Okay. But when dark matter interacts with itself, it slows the process of core building and smooths things out in the inner parts of the cluster. Detailed observations, like those recently provided by James Webb Space Telescope, uh, of the distribution of mass inside galaxy clusters, might provide a clue to the existence of dark matter. The contrast to strong gravitational lensing, uh, weak lensing doesn't require a massive obstruction. Instead, as the light form, or I'm sorry, as the light from many distant galaxies uh, works its way through the cosmos, the accumulated gravity of all the galaxies and other objects that the light passes near on its journey alters it in tiny ways. For example, galaxies in the particular direction, um, I guess it's going, I don't know, uh, many appear a bit, or may appear a bit rounder or fatter than galaxies in other directions. Strong gravitational lensing, um, requires lucky alignments, so we don't have a lot of clusters to work with. But even though weak gravitational lensing produces a far smaller effect, we have a lot more data to use. Astronomers are very excited for the launch of the Nancy Grace Roman Space Telescope. Nancy Grace? Why is it Nancy, Gra Nancy Grace Roman? Okay. I'm thinking of the... I was like, okay, why are you naming it after a television judge? But that's just my, you know, sleepiness talking. Anyway, which will provide detailed weak lensing maps of the nearby universe and might tell us if dark matter is self-interacting. You just said it is, but okay. The 1970s astronomer Vera Rubin um, observed that of the mo- I'm, I'm done. I'm freaking done. I cannot speak anymore. This is why I don't do this very much anymore. In the 1970s astronomer Vera Rubin's observations of the movement of stars uh, inside galaxies provided the first big 
evidence of uh, for the existence of dark matter. In short, galaxies are spinning way too quickly. If we end, if we add up all the mass in a galaxy based on uh, what we can see, uh, there simply isn't enough gravity to hold on to stars with those kinds of fast orbits. Therefore, there has to be more mass that uh, we can't see, which is dark matter. Again, because of self-interacting dark matter, clumps of differently than non-interacting matter, it can change to rotation curves. Plots of the speeds of stars in various orbits of galaxies throughout their lifespans of billions of years, material constantly rains on every galaxy from its surroundings. In other words, every galaxy is swimming in an ocean of stuff. Well, of course, it is space. The material can include both regular matter and dark matter. When dark matter interacts with itself, it causes the dark matter part of a galaxy to drag slightly behind the normal matter. Because the normal matter can swim through all of the surrounding stuff without a problem. <laughs> I'm sorry. So, dark matter is basically the slow kid. Just, just, I'm sorry. Like, the slow kid running. You know what I mean? I'm not saying... <laughs> I just kind of thought, it's me back in the day when I couldn't run track. I'm just dragging by. <laughs> I'm sorry. Maybe I am dark matter. Who knows? You know, I, uh, that's the first <laughs> image that I had when it's, when they said it's it just moves slower. And I'm just like, that sounds like me. <laughs> this can cause galaxies to have two slightly offset cores. One made of regular matter and one made of dark matter. This offset triggers tidal uh, disruptions throughout the galaxy. Um, potentially even causing the disk of the galaxy to warp. Future detailed observations of galaxies may reveal a warp in the disk that they only self that only self interacting dark matter can explain. Okay. <sighs> Mergers. How long is this thing? When giant clusters of galaxies merge, astronomers can look at the wreckage to understand what's inside them. For example, the famous bullet cluster shows that shows what happened when two clusters merged. The stars and dark matter measured through gravitational lensing um, passed through each other untouched while the loose gas in the clusters slammed into each other in the center of the collision. The fact that the dark matter is on the outskirts of the system tells us that dark matter does not interact with itself often. Otherwise, maybe, listen, 
Sometimes I believe that, you know, scientists shouldn't be poking around where they don't belong. Sometimes. And, and this is the time when they shouldn't because if it's not interacting with itself often, wouldn't that mean that, you know, some type of unbalanced force has decided to disrupt its pattern? Because I do know that an object in motion tends to stay in motion unless it is acted upon by an unbalanced force, which means it can change the behavior or the direction of the object. Am I wrong? So, scientists interfering with dark matter could actually be, you know life-changing in a very interesting and negative way, to be honest, because if dark matter doesn't usually interact with itself, doesn't that mean it's already been interacted with in order for it to behave that way? Otherwise, it would have gotten tangled up in the center of, uh, alongside the gas, the bullet cluster and other clusters like it allow astronomers to place limits on how strongly dark matter can interact with itself. More observations will lead to more precise limits and possibly even positive evidence of self-interacting dark matter if that provides a better fit for observations. I would say you can observe it, but don't interact with it. Like, what the heck? You need to shut down the Hadron Collider, the, the whatever, the LHC, the Hadron Collider, because stop. Just, <laughs> I, I do not have the best social skills today to do this, but I'm, I'm just going to do it, okay? CERN needs to stop what they're doing, because now they've, they've got dark matter to freaking interact with itself. What's going to happen now? As far as I know of what I've learned about dark matter or antimatter, however you want to call it, the big black blob in the sky, I don't care what you call it. <laughs> it is a very uncertain and very untamed and unorganized type of matter to where once it is acted upon, there is no stopping it. So... Learning that, learning that dark matter now is starting to self, like, be self-aware almost, <laughs> it interacts with itself, means that it has been acted upon in order for it to be triggered in that way. Do you understand? Like I said, the first law of motion, I learned this in science class when I was in what? 10th grade? An object in motion stays in motion unless it is acted upon by an unbalanced force. We already know that antimatter is an unbalanced thing. It's an unbalanced object. It's uncertain. It is um, untamed. It is unorganized. And it is the complete opposite of what matter is. 
So the fact that something has disrupted the pattern of dark matter, something that is so uncertain and so uncontainable and so un uh, tameable, unorganized. I think I would be more afraid of the force that has decided to act upon dark matter to the point where it is decided to interact with itself. There's a force higher than that, I see. As much as I would love to do world news, world news is usually the 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 one that I just decide to chuck sometimes. It just depends on how much patience I have. It depends on how much time, how much free time I have. Um, and I don't have either of those right now. So um, thank you so much for listening. Um, thank you for putting up with my bullshit. Um, and I appreciate you. I appreciate every single one of you. I do. Very much. To the bottom of my heart. I love you guys so much. And thank you again, yes, for listening. And I will see you in the trenches next time. Bye-bye.